Hi, this is Ginger Lynn, and you are listening to Tanya Tate Presents MILFs Making Money. This is Tanya Tate. MILFs Making Money. Hello to all you wonderful people who are looking to level up your loot. I'm Tanya Tate and this is MILFs Making Money. On today's show, all you need is one yes. Today's guest is an adult industry legend, the very first vivid contract girl and Hall of Famer, Ginger Lynn. We are going to be discussing maintaining and cultivating a fan base. So what's been going on with me in my life between being a mum, between being a MILF making money, what's been going on? Well, it was my son's birthday. Can you believe that he's four already? Wow, that has flown so fast. How do I manage to maintain being a mum, dealing with things that are going on in the house and being able to make money? It really is a constant struggle and each time you think, oh, he'll grow out of this, he'll grow out of that. And you think, oh, he's reached four. He's going to grow out of whatever thing that he's doing that you are thinking, I wish you'd stop doing that. For um, me and my son, a lot of it, it's about he's found his independence and, you know, he's got a voice and he likes to say what he thinks and he likes to do what he wants. And you kind of, you know, with a child, you have to kind of rein it in. And there was a big event coming up. It was his birthday. There was something about his birthday. We're going to have to do something. We got tickets for Merriest Nights at Disneyland. So it was like an evening event. So you could go from five o'clock onwards. And basically they kicked out everybody from the daytime at seven. And they had different characters and different parties and very Christmassy themed. So for me building up to this event, it was quite, I was nervous. I really was nervous because I've got in my body, I've got a lot of inflammation. I get really tired. I've had like a lot of muscle fatigue. I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease and, you know, it affects my body. So I thought, oh, focus, 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 focus. I'm leading up to event. It gets more nervous. It gets more nervous. I'm on the day. I'm like, I'm telling myself I can do this. But still, you know, I'm a very positive person, but still all these different thoughts are going through my head and I'm trying to like stop the thoughts, stop the thoughts, focus. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be stressful, but it's going to be good. I knew there was going to be some stress. The morning of, I just tried not to do too much, but just trying to focus on getting ready and knowing that once we picked him up from school, we were going to be taking the drive down to Disneyland, which can be, you know, in the middle of early afternoon 90 minutes not too bad so when I was sitting in the car 
on the drive there, I just kind of shut my eyes and just kind of like relax my body and go with the flow and envisage envisage this really great evening. And I want to tell you, thinking about all this positivity and thinking about how much I'm going to enjoy it, I'm focusing on the things that I wanted to happen that night. Happiness, joy, good memories, being in a place where, you know, let's be honest, COVID is around as you're going to be around a lot of other people. It, it gives us different thoughts in our head, you know, whichever side of the spectrum that you're on, it still gives you th- thoughts. I went there and I walked and I walked and I just kept thinking, this is great. This is great. I'd had a rest. I hadn't been so, I didn't let myself get stressed. And you know what? I got through that night. It was great. I kept walking and walking and walking. And I felt that my body was strong. And it's exactly what I wanted. Ozzy ended up having a great evening in Disneyland. What a perfect place to go and spend your birthday. We sp- he, d- he did actually spend his first birthday there, but he wouldn't remember. <laughs> he was so young <laughs> and such a screaming baby. Um, but this time he was filled with joy. And I was so happy. One amazing event. I have to say, all this positive energy, all these positive things that are happening, and I am refocusing my mind, and I am looking for solutions to problems. The problem is the inflammation of my body, and I've been focusing on changing the diet more, whole-based, plant-based foods. And I've got some great news. The fatigue, I'm not noticing as much. I'm going to keep you updated because this is really exciting. It's focusing and finding solutions, isn't it? And knowing that you are going to get there. Yes, 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 you are. Ozzy got a really great book gifted to him. And I also got a really great book gifted to me as well. And it's by an author that I found recently, John Gordon. And he did a book called The Energy Bus for Kids. And it's really great. It's, it's a big kind of hardback book. And it's about a little boy called George, you know, and his day starts off and he's been up late watching video games and TV and he gets up late in the morning and he's running late and his mum's upset because he's not eating his breakfast because he doesn't have time and he almost misses the bus. You know, one of those days when it starts off and everything's like that and George gets on the bus and the bus driver's called Joy. I have to tell you, this book, it's a story about, you know, staying positive and overcoming challenges this is great. I've been reading this book with Ozzy, to Ozzy, and it's given me some great ideas. It's about George, you know, being on this energy bus and, you know, you're going to get on the energy bus. It's full of positivity, positive emotion. And, you know, something simple as it's freezing cold outside and he wants to wear shorts. And when you're a mum in the morning, you don't want to be arguing with a preschooler to wear long pants. So I just said to him, you know what? I said, this is the energy bus. The energy bus is going to be going to school and the energy bus only takes kids that are wearing long pants. Kids that are wearing short pants can't get on the bus because it's cold. It's cold today. Only kids with long pants can get on the bus. So, you know, this child, he wants to wear pants. He wants to wear the pants, the cold pants, shorts, you know, that's his choice. Well, okay, so now it's talking about choices. These are your choices. It's this or this. 
You get on the energy bus in your long pants or you stay at home in your shorts. Arguments being taken away, he had a little tantrum. Next minute, the drawer's opened. He puts the long pants on and he comes out. Mommy, I'm ready. Great. Great. You are going to be getting on the energy bus today. And you can get on that energy bus too. I've got my book. I'm going to be starting to read the energy bus. 10 rules to fuel your life, work and team with positive energy. That's all we need is getting that positive energy. You've got an event coming up. Keep that positive energy because you know it's going to be a joy, fun-filled occasion. It might have little stresses, but you don't focus on them. You focus on the good parts. The part where you enjoy it, the part where you take everything out of it, the part that gives you great memories. And I'm excited. This has really helped change and refocus me and Ozzy and our parent and child arguments. It's not the be all and end all, but it's it's been really helpful. And you know, just just thinking around, thinking about different things and wanting to move forward and you know, we all have things that we want to move on to. And John Gordon is, is just such a great author. He's such a, a, a motivating, positive person. And I didn't know this, that John Gordon had all these ideas and he wanted to get them published. But every time he asked a publisher, he was given a no. You know, these books are great. I'm looking at them. I've got my one to read through. We've been reading through Aussies. I've got a book, Stay Positive, with his quotes. Why did no one want them? Because they didn't believe in them. Till he met one person that believed in that book, believed in John Gordon. It was no, 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 until this one publisher said yes. And just think from that, that little seed, how many people is he influencing? He's influenced me. He's influenced my life. And here I am influence in your life it trickles through doesn't it it's like one little seed you know there are lots of people that started off with ideas and I know that you've got ideas that little seed can grow you just need to believe in yourself because all it takes is one yes you know let's think about Walt Disney he started off he was living in Los Angeles he's probably living in somewhere small little flat he had no money he was starting companies the company went bankrupt came up with Oswald the Lucky Rabbit he lost the rights to it just think about that where is the Walt Disney company now from one little tiny idea into something big and he kept going and going and going with his ideas until somebody said yes whether it was the financial aspect you know he had no money How did he go from having no money with an idea to being a massive million dollar company? J.K. Rowling, the author of Harry Potter, she was a single mom. She's in a really bad place and she had that typewriter. I mean, think about Harry Potter now, the books, the theme park, the movies, the stage shows. How amazing from one little seed. She had loads of rejections every time she sent that manuscript until eventually Bloomsbury, which is a publishing house in London. They gave Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone that green light. That was in 1997. Just think about it. All you need is one yes. Just believe in yourself. And if you keep persistent to get your goal, it will happen. A small goal, a big goal. These are big goals that I'm, I'm sharing. You know, John Gordon, Walt Disney, J.K. Rowling. 
they are big goals, but they all started from a little seed. So how big is your goal? How big is your seed going to grow? I encourage you to keep going until you get a yes. Believe in yourself and know if you keep persisting, that goal will happen. I believe in you. This is Tanya Tate and you are listening to MILF's Making Money. Myself and adult industry legend Ginger Lynn will be coming up discussing maintaining and cultivating a fan base. You are listening to Tanya Tay Presents MILF's Making Money podcast, and we are talking how to maintain a fan base. I have with me a legend in the adult industry, the very first vivid contract girl. She's been featured in over 40 mainstream movies, video games, music videos, network television shows. She's also a radio personality and inductee of the AVN, Night Moves and XRCO Hall of Fame, Welcome, Ginger Lynn, to MILF's Making Money podcast. Tanya, it's so nice to be here. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You are so sweet. I'm so glad that we got to be introduced. You know, we were formally introduced by our mutual amazing friend, Christy Canyon, when I was on your podcast. Who let the girls out? Who let the girls out? <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for wanting to come onto the show and, you know, share your tips with us. Thank you for having me. Hopefully I'll have some insights. You know, I've had a long career and I've made it through all of the transitions and the way that the industry has progressed. So I, I hopefully will have some good things that I can pass on to others. This is great. And you know, that's a great introduction for yourself. You've got so many tips. Let's go back to the beginning of your adult career and just kind of give them like a little brief history of who Ginger Lynn is. And you know, how did you get started? I'm originally from Rockford, Illinois, nice Midwestern girl. I came out to California and I did what a lot of girls did during that time, answered an ad in the Orange County paper for figure modeling. It was Jim South World Modeling Agency. I answered the ad and it said figure modeling 500 to 5,000 per day, which let me know I'm five foot two. So I know figure modeling means I'm going to be naked because <laughs> at five <laughs> two, there's all, not a whole lot of models that they require. So I answered the ad, went into Jim's office. And that day, Stephen Hicks, the photographer, came in, asked me to shoot for Penthouse. I agreed. I was still in Jim's office, office an hour later when Suze Randall came in and said, I want to shoot you for Penthouse. And I said, no, I'm already shooting for somebody. And she said, no, you're not. You're shooting for me tomorrow. And so I went from day one walking in being introduced to shooting for Penthouse the very next day. And then for about three months, they kept asking me to do commercial. I thought that meant toothpaste, hair gel, whatever. (laughs) I had no idea that commercial meant sex on film. And so at first I was like, yeah, I'm in. I'll do a toothpaste commercial. (laughs) Just smile. I know. I was so naive. When Jim told me what it was, I I thought about it and I said no for the first couple of months. And then I met this beautiful girl. I think it was Jacqueline Lorian. Anyway, this beautiful girl who was reading a script. She was intelligent. She was articulate. She was professional. She was kind. 
And she was a good actress. And I, I said, can I take you to lunch? She agreed. I took her to lunch and I asked her, if I do this, what, what should be my rules? What should I, how, what, how should I do it? And she said, you get cast approval, you get script approval, you get whatever amount you determine your worth per scene to start. I asked her what she made, decided I was worth that much. <laughs> nice. And she's just giving me all these, all these tips. And she said, never do anything you don't want to do. No can be your number one word in your vocabulary. Don't forget that. that. So I went back into Jim's office, said, yes, I'll do it. And he laughed. He said, no one is going to pay you that money. No one is ever going to pay you that money until you become a huge star. And I said, that's okay. I won't do it then. Two weeks later, I was cast in my first two films that we shot on the island of Kauai. I had cast approval, script approval, my day and scene rate. I had two different rates at the time. You know, you hired me for the day and then you paid me for the scenes on top. And so yeah. I, I, I cannot be more grateful to another woman that came before me in the industry that gave me tips that I used and that worked. And it helped me to have, to feel good about myself. You know, I, I thought, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing this, but I think I'm worth this. And, and I do want to choose who I do it with. And I do want to make sure that there's a chemistry. And I got the, I had the luxury of doing that. So my first three months were modeling, did my first two films, and then I, I just continued. I thought I would make two movies, though. I dyed my hair blonde, and my real name is Ginger Lynn Allen. I just cut off yeah. the Allen and figured no one would know it was me. Didn't work <laughs> out so well. <laughs> I, I think people are definitely going to see you. You know, it wasn't instant online access then. You know, it was videotape, right? Everything. Well, I shot a couple of things, believe it or not, on eight millimeter in 1983. I did two eight millimeter films that were my practice films when I got to Hawaii because I wanted to make sure I didn't get there and, and freak out when I got naked or wasn't able to do my dialogue or was, you know, I wanted to be prepared. So I did practice loops right when I got, you know, I got into late 83. So by 84, the video boom started and everybody started shooting on VHS, but they were still shooting on film. And when I signed my contract as the first vivid girl, I made it that I could still shoot film and I was exclusive for video. And I don't know where Mm -hmm. I I got my ideas. I don't know how I was so strong about it. I was 19 naive and from, you know, the cornfields basically. So I just, for some reason, had this, this security about who I was and the ability to make decisions that I felt comfortable with. And I think anyone in this industry, you need to love what you do. You need to be comfortable in your own skin. And I I love the women that own it. I love that. You you know, it's like you right at the beginning, age 19, and you had the initiative, you know, to to talk to someone else in the industry, someone that was already doing the job that you were thinking about doing, you know, going into the commercial side of things and sitting down and being like, hey, you know, tell me the way it really is, you know, finding out the pitfalls. And I think that's really smart. Like I said, I don't know where I came up with that that gusto, but it made my career. It really did. And standing up for myself and believing in myself yeah. made such a difference. I mean, my career is now 37 years into it and I'm still doing it. I'm not porn, but I'm still in, I, yeah, I, I do OnlyFans, 
So there is, you know, a certain amount of that. But, you know, I've been able to generate different revenue sources. And where it used to be, you would work, you'd make, you know, I had a monthly guarantee. I got shot, paid for the days that I shot. I got paid for my box covers. So there you are, you know, you're you're shooting the commercial, you've got the contract as the, you know, the very first vivid girl. And, you know, you've asked them, you know, hey, I want to be the contract girl, but I still want to be able to shoot other things as well. So moving forward, you know, you've done different projects, mainstream movies, TV, video games, music. Tell me, you know, a little bit, it's moved through a little bit. The day that I woke up, and said, I don't want to fuck on film today, is the day that I called Vivid, and I still had two films under contract, and I said, I'm quitting. I'll keep, I gave you my word, I will finish my last two films, and then I'm done. And that's exactly what I did. And I finished, and my boyfriend made me a bath of milk to cleanse me with white roses in it, and it was a new chapter in my life. And then my mortgage bill came and I went, fuck, I didn't think this through. What am I going to do? I, <laughs> I had nothing to fall back on. And so I approached Suze Randall, who got me a contract with one of the magazines to write a story every month and take photos, tell my, my dirty stories, what I had done throughout the month, just my, my sexual activities. <laughs> but what really helped me go from one phase to the other, the next thing I did, because a magazine wasn't enough to pay my mortgage. I owned a house in Beverly Hills at this point. I invested right, you know, not long, right when I got out of Vivid. But my grandmother had always taught me to do things that made me feel good. And she taught me how to knit, how to sew, how to paint, how to design jewelry, how to make candles. And so for two years, I designed jewelry and I sold it on Hollywood Boulevard, on Melrose Boulevard and on Sunset Boulevard. I went into every single shop and sold my things and designed for two years and got through it. So I had, I was really lucky that I had a grandmother that made me love things. Yeah. I also had decided at that point in time that I really loved acting. And so I went into the Beverly Hills Playhouse I studied with Milton Kitsellis for six years and I honed a craft. I love the advice from your grandmother. It's like, do something that you really love. You know, find that that's, that's life, isn't it? You know, it really find is. something that you really love and do it. The day that you woke up and said, you know, I don't want to be on camera anymore, you know, having sex on camera. It's that, you know, don't keep yourself doing it. If, if that's how you feel, then you have to move forward and look for different opportunities. Absolutely. And I told myself that from the day I got into it, that if I, I ever wasn't having fun or anything started to mess with my head, because this is a very, very personal business. It's very intimate. You're doing intimate acts with people that, that you barely know sometimes. Although back mm -hmm. in the 80s, we all knew each other because there were only 10 of us. Uh, all right, maybe 50. <laughs> but it was very small. I mean, it's changed. Allah. But then, you know, after uh, I, I did radio for 10 years for Playboy, part of that, Sirius XM, I hosted a show with Christy Canyon, several different shows. <laughs> She's my best friend. You know, we talk yeah. every single day. She's just an amazing woman that I admire. And well, my boyfriend is my best friend. He's in the background. He goes, hey. <laughs> 
dropped out. So she's my, my best girlfriend. And we have 30 plus years together. And one of the reasons that we did so well together on radio is we have the same experiences, the same time frame, the same time from when it went from eight millimeter and feature film, what, 36 millimeter? We shared so many things and we've always, and we're completely opposite in so many ways, but it really works. If you want to listen to the podcast, it's patreon.com slash who let the girls out. So, so let's move forward. So we've got through all your acting and, you know, you've, you really did, you made, you, you know, you were featured in mainstream movies. You had your own documentary, you know, she, she's just like, my just Hollywood. Like- yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I was on the news all the time. And then I had the whole Charlie Sheen fiasco that went on for years. And, and that was just another way that I I kept in the public unintentionally, but I started to paint about 25 years ago and I paint on a daily basis. Um, I've sold over 200 paintings. I have a, a website. So I went back to my grandmother saying, do what you love again. And I think it's so important for women to realize that there is life after porn. And you need to think about that very clearly. One of the things I did when I quit, I started selling my my lingerie on eBay. And then eBay cut that off. And I went, well, there's, I have 20 tubs of lingerie in my garage and every other girl that's quit has 20 tubs of lingerie. So I started an auction site uh, that's free to all of the women in the adult film industry where they can go and post and sell their personal items at whatever price they want. There's no, I don't get anything out of it. It's someplace to go when you don't know where to go. And I wanted to give back because so many people have helped to guide me and given me advice and helped me along the way. I wanted the girls to know they had a place to go. That day they woke up and went, oh shit, what do I do today? Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. You know, it's like it's coming up with different ideas, isn't it? You know, people see all the cash coming in, and you know, you're making movies, and for some girls, you know, being like for you, really younger age, nineteen, and suddenly you're getting literally thousands of dollars turning up in your bank account. I love that you invested. You know, you just said about your house in Beverly Hills. It's an investment. And just knowing that, you know, keep that money aside, put it into something, put it into your future, and then look for different ways, you know, different opportunities. Absolutely. And make other opportunities. Making the opportunity. That's what you did. You know, you you saw the boxes of lingerie. What am I going to do? Put it on eBay. And then things change. They're always changing on us. The adult industry, we always get, we always, let's be honest, I, you know, We're this the is a the red-headed stepchild yeah, <laughs> of the world. So we've got to work that little bit harder we yes. have to, the challenges come to us and we just have to work harder. But when we do work harder, we come up with the most amazing opportunities. And, you know, your auction site, eBay cut you off. So you've got to put it up there, gingerlynauctions.com. I, you know, it's really unique to, you. you know, get it out there. And, and, and I love that open invitation, you know, girls can go on and sell their items. And it costs them nothing. There's no fees. It's I designed it, first of all, you know, because it's what am I going to do next? Because I'm always looking for that that next thing. But when I came up with the idea, it, that that's when it hit me that, you know, I can help girls 
when they don't want to do it anymore. And I, I can't say it enough that when you, when you want to stop, when your head tells you to stop, stop and, and go forward, do the next thing. I was also, I just got into everything at the right time. In 1989, I started the dance circuit and I did that for 12 years. So I was a feature dancer. I did 24 shows a week. Excuse me, excuse me, 24 shows a week. Yes. So you was working every six days, four shows a day, lunch and three in the evening. And in between that, we sold our Polaroids, we sold our photos. You know, I haven't featured in in a long, long time, but I I don't think it's anywhere near as the same as the way it was when I was in it now, because you can, there's so many places and choices and ways that you can find porn. I like the personal connection myself. I love strip clubs. Mm -hmm. I I, I love them. Mm -hmm. I love the women that dance in them. Um, I love their courage and their, their, I just love it when women take charge when they go, you know what I, and using your gifts, using your, your brain, your body. I mean, we're women. We have the advantage there. We've got pussy power. It works. <laughs> it, it really, really does work. It's and it, it. Do you know what I love? I'm I'm kind of like a very much in control kind of person. You know, especially you know we both do the premium social media, which we're going to talk about shortly. But just you know, I like to be very much in control, and you know that that mistress, that mummy, that nurturing. But it is it is it's pussy power. You it know, is. we know what the guys want. And, you know, if we I can... don't know, know by now, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Gingerlin, you definitely know what guys want, I promise you. <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. So moving on, with let's talk about the premium social media, you know, because this premium social media didn't really exist. It didn't really take off until really a few years ago. So let's talk about premium social media. We're all kind of catching up with it. We're all kind of getting to that place where, you know, premium social media didn't exist years ago, but now it's here. And, you know, the the places that I see that you use, you've got OnlyFans, Sex Panther, Cameo. So, you know, tell me, how do you use each of the platforms with your fans? Well, the nice thing about my fans is I have fans that know me from the 80s when I did my, my, my adult films. I quit for 13 years, made a two-year comeback, so I gained more fans. And then as I went on to do mainstream, I got a whole new group of them. Then the dads that, that you know, the men that watched my movies in the beginning became dads, and then their kids started watching my movies. It's just kind of progressed with, with everything that I've done and my social media, I, I didn't really start it or understand it to be quite honest and how important it was until about three years ago. You know, I opened up a Twitter account. I opened up an, an Instagram account. And again, one of my friends, Christy Canyon told me about OnlyFans. And so, you know, women that I look up to and respect, I'm going to listen to your advice. I'm going to, you know, get into it and discover on my own if it's for me or not so only fans i got there and it was a no-brainer and my fans even though a lot of them are older and may not know the technology everybody knows facebook twitter and not so much instagram older people but 
somehow they've managed to find me. I also, I do conventions a lot because I do a lot of horror films. I saw that you've just been at a recent horror convention as well. I'm at one pretty much every month, yeah. I do a lot of, again, you spread out, you spread your wings. And in today's adult industry, you, you can't rely on this one thing. You need the OnlyFans. You need the cameo. I love OnlyFans. They do have a few technical issues once in a while. I, I'm really good at getting back and forth to my fans. I talk to them every day. And mm. I shoot videos designed for what they're asking for. You know, they know Ginger Lynn. I've got my own lists of different things that I do every day. And then they'll send me suggestions and tell me the things that they like. It just spreads. Every every six months, I'll do a special for half price, brings in more people. I talk to other girls on OnlyFans. I watch other girls' shows. I get ideas. I don't steal from them, but... You're inspired. I'm inspired by a lot of the women, yeah. You know, one of my favorite girls to watch on OnlyFans that just has her own niche and it's brilliant is Rebecca Love and her show is is sexy and hilarious. She does a lot of cosplay. I chose yeah. to go with what people knew, the girl next door that does really naughty things. Because I was yeah. one of the first women on the A-list in porn that did dirty things, that did things that the B and C girls did. You know, I did anal, I did double penetration, I did gangbangs. And the girl next door had never done that before. So it was like a like a first, like a first yeah. for them. It's yeah. And to me, it was all it was all part of it. This is my sexuality. This is what I'm sharing with you. And so when I do my videos, I'm myself. I share myself. Um, mm. I'm creative, and I'm always coming up with something new. And I get a lot of that from my fans. And I love that. It's like, you know, you're getting the feedback from the fans. You're asking the fans and then you're customizing the experience as to what the fans want. You know, whether it's like, you you know, you're giving all of the fans that experience. And of course, you know, the custom movies as well for the fans that want it individually saying their name. I, I just got booked this morning for a custom video and I love doing the customs. You know, they're fun. People always have their own little little kinks and twists. And as long as it's legal, I'm there. Let's do it. Let's have some fun. <laughs> just like, let's go for it. Let's go uh -huh. for it. So these fans, you know, you, you've picked them. You, you've picked your fans up from so many places. You know, back in the beginning when you first started your mainstream, your horror movies, um, your two-year comeback. So you've got fans of different ages, and I, I'm I, really lucky in that way. Yes. I love that you've got like a, a solid fan base and you know, they, did you have any challenges with getting like the older fans to kind of move on to the premium social media? I don't really have stats on that. I know that a lot of the fans that contact me have said, I've been watching you since I was in college. Yeah. <laughs> college. We can say college. <laughs> And then I've got fans that go, I didn't even know you did porn. I saw you in the Wing Commander series. I saw you in the Metallica video. I saw you in the Rob Zombie films. You know, so I, I've just been so, I've been good about diversifying and spreading yeah. my wings and finding each and every way that I can possibly bring in income. Social media is enormous. It's something that I think everybody Every woman in the industry needs to learn as much as they can about it. There's yep. 
a really good book out that helped me with my OnlyFans called OnlyFans Six Figure Playbook. It's brilliant. It's a really good book, especially like if you're new and you haven't established yourself as the dominatrix, the submissive, the girl next door. We all have our places that we fit into and fans that love that and follow it. That's the beauty about it too. Everybody's into some kind of woman and all different ones. Everyone is into all different types of kinks. And I love that I have the opportunity to share these things now on these platforms. I think Cameo is wonderful. I've already done two Cameos this morning. So Cameo is more of a simple, like a shout out video. It's it's non-nude. So it's, it's, you know, it's fully clothed, but you know, you can still dress sexy, but it's like something more, do you use it more for like birthday shout outs or just general shout outs? You know, hi, this is Ginger Lynn. I get everything. This morning, it was someone that was recovering from surgery and another guy who got a promotion, but they hadn't made it permanent yet. And so one was too encouraged. They both were encouraging, making fans yeah. feel better. I had one yesterday where a group of people that got together and they were all pervs. They were like, John the perv, this is per, you know, and how they all watched my films together. So I just did a little naughty, you know, not naughty, but, you know, tongue in cheek type of video specializing for them. And you know, calling them out on the on their their naughtiness and and inspiring them to keep it going. <laughs> Naughty boys, I like that. It's like it's not it's not too risque. You know, it's a platform where it's got to be like Instagram friendly kind of thing. Exactly. Whereas, on, exactly. and then if you want something that's more hardcore, talking about all the dirty things, that's where you've got OnlyFans, and of course, you've got Sex Panther as well. So, and I love Sex Panther. What I love about Sex Panther is I can do video calls. You know, I do, I, yeah. on my OnlyFans, I offer Skype sessions and all these special things that you can get for me. But I do a lot of Skype calls. Instant video chats on Sex Panther. Yes. Yes. I just, it's, you call me, here we are, let's go. I did one yesterday. Somebody called and I was just getting in the bathtub. And so I said, give me two minutes. I brought my lighting in and we did the whole session in the bathtub, which was totally improv. Fun as could be, naughty. <laughs> you know, you just, I've got my little tripod set up in different rooms so that, you know, when somebody calls, I'm like, all right, he wants this. And even I even do videos. Um, I don't smoke, but I'll have fans that, that have smoking fetishes. So I have reserved my garage if you want a smoking fetish, you're going to get me with all my boxes and all my tubs of underwear and all my stuff in my garage smoking your cigarette, baby. <laughs> it's like somewhere secret, though, isn't it? I love that you found your niche. You know, you're getting it out there. We we all have our own little niche. We, You know, we find out what we like to do and then you know share that with our fans and i love it you know i'm on only fans and sex panther as well you're right like only fans is more you're going to pre-book the skype right. whereas sex panther it's like oh my goodness someone's coming right through right now on my my phone click the button and you're running i'm yeah. literally <laughs> running to the other room and i'm like oh dear i'm wearing my pajamas and i'm like this is me take the glasses off pull the hair out exactly you know, strip off the bit. pajamas yeah, no. and i'm just like oh this is what i'm wearing underneath but unfortunately you just saw the Minnie mouse pajamas on the top <laughs> 
but I I think they like the own natural, the spare of the moment thing as well, you know. Well, I'm wearing sweats and a sweater today. It's freezing here in Las Vegas. So I figured (laughs) since today is my birthday, when you call in, I will take my clothes off and wear my birthday suit. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. I do know I've got layers on, I've got sweats on, I've got a jumper, I've got a, oh, I've I got like two layers. Yeah. <laughs> we we are cold. It's so funny coming from England, it's not really cold. You know, the the weather here uh, but yeah. for us. We live in California and Nevada. This is cold weather for us it's right freezing. now. <laughs> I grew up in Illinois where, you know, sixteen below is not unusual with the wind chill. And I don't miss it at all. It gets down to 50 here, and I'm, I've got the fireplace going, candles everywhere. The heat's turned I, up. I just love it. Let's talk about your podcast as well. You know, coming up with, like, different ideas to keep the fans, you know, you've got to keep that fan base coming. You've got to maintain it. You've got to give them something new and just you know, let the fans see, see different sides of yourself. And I love that, you know, you and Christy Canyon, she's also another amazing woman. She really is. You know, you got together and you come up with your new podcast, Who Let the Girls Out? Christy and I, just, we started talking about it when I started doing OnlyFans. We're like, you know what? We're so good together on radio. Let's do something again together. I miss you. And so we came up with the, the show title, Who Let the Girls Out? I do the production of most of the segments. Christy books our guests. We do 10 shows per month that we put up every Wednesday, four shows per month, and we film two months worth at the same time. And Mm -hmm. so we'll have 10, that's basically 10 shows. And I will come up with 20 minimum ideas to choose from. And what happens with Christy is We've tried planning things out and we start right where we're supposed to. And then we take a left and then we go upside down and then I'm on top. She's on top. And we're just, we're like, we're like teenagers, 18 year olds that are just having a slumber party every day. We have a topic, we start with it and you don't know where it's going to go from there. I go on and I just search the web. I ask friends, gingerandchristy at gmail.com. And fans write in there and they tell us show ideas. We have some an Elvis impersonator coming in. And oh back about 30 years ago, the Rockford Register Star, which is my hometown paper, posted an article that I was having an affair with Elvis. So the Elvis we have, he's horrible. As in he can't sing, he's a bad singer. He can't sing, he can't talk, he doesn't have the right accent, the right clothing. He's just got the bad, the worst sideburns ever. His glasses are crooked. <gasps> We're doing a half an hour with Elvis. And Christy knows it's a fake Elvis. I don't. So the whole time I'm in love. No matter what he says, what he does, he's <laughs> And so we're going to see where it goes from there. That's we, we just have a basics beginning. And the first half hour is YouTube friendly. Yeah. And then the second half hour, which is why you want to go to patreon.com slash who the girls out is because the last half hour is where we let loose. That's where the clothes come on. Literally. That's where Christy blows Elvis. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. That's on our our private one. We're also going to be uh, in the next 
few weeks on ConnectPal. What's ConnectPal? I just signed up with ConnectPal. ConnectPal is a platform. Patreon changed their rules the beginning of last year. And anything that is adult, if they find, if they know who you are, you can type in Ginger Lynn. You can type in Christy Canyon at Patreon. You can type in who let the girls out and nothing will come up. You have to have the exact link. You have to go to patreon.com slash who let the girls out or you can't get on. ConnectPal is another platform that you don't have to go through all of that. ConnectPal is allowing me to post what I want. There are no problems. There's not the censorship. Obviously, everything I do is legal. We don't cross those boundaries, but it will be another place that you can go and see the, the whole show. You know, the, the discussions, which which are fascinating and fun, yeah. they're educational, they're entertaining. And then, you know, you can cross over and go watch that when we let the girls out. <laughs> yeah, literally the girls literally come out. Yeah, and that's, that's what it is. We have to move at the times, isn't it? You know, that's another example. Even something as simple as Instagram, they'll hide us in the search. You know, right. it's difficult to find, I mean... They took me off Instagram, so I had to start a new account. But even, you know, they would censor the name Tanya Tate. You couldn't write an email. I couldn't write my email Tanya at TanyaTate.com because they blocked TanyaTate.com. So there's a lot of things that they do, you know, they they hide us in the searches. So I guess that's what Patreon's doing. They're hiding names. So if I went on Patreon, I would be hidden so I wouldn't come up in the searches. No, they're like not unless you have the link blackout yeah not the link so So, i haven't started working with connect pal but we've done all the all the paperwork and gotten all that stuff put together very simple to do but it's just another platform for our podcast that will allow our listeners and viewers because we we shoot everything video as well and we also have a youtube channel for who let the girls out so we just i i keep learning all of these new wonderful ways to increase my name, my name, my brand. I never stop. I never give up. I have my lists for the day are like 50 things and I get through as many as I can. And then they have to go over to the next day and the next day and the next day. I'm always keeping myself creative, positive, yeah. and me. I don't ever want to lose me. And that's one of the things I'm the most proud of throughout my career is I still am that nice girl from Illinois. And I yeah. don't forget that. You still keep your roots there. Keep my roots. I don't forget where I came from. I, I love that. And, you know, what a perfect ending to MILF's Make a Money podcast. I'm going to ask you one question. If you could give one piece of advice to someone to maximize their longevity and revenue, what would it be? Spread yourself out to as many places as you possibly can. Take advantage of every site that's out there. Make sure they're reputable talk to other girls. A lot of us women in the industry want everybody else to be successful. Take advice from those who came before you, especially the MILFs. Thank you. Great advice. Thank you so much, Ginger Lynn, for coming on MILFs Making Money podcast. And can you tell everybody where they can find you online? Um, The first one I'm going to promote is gingerlynnart.com. You can see my paintings there, and it's one of my big passions. GingerlynnAuctions.com, where you can post or purchase your favorite girls' lingerie, or the girls can post their own. GingerLynn.com, 
which just keeps you up to date on what I'm doing. I'm a little behind on my blogs there, but I'll get better. I'm writing a book. I've got, it's an anecdotal book. So rather than it just be one long story, it's written similar to the book, Do They Serve Beer in Hell? So it's not like I was born here and then I did this because I've had so many unbelievable, amazing experiences that that I, I'm a storyteller. So I'm, it, it, it's, it's a good bathroom reading. <laughs> None of the chapters are longer than 10 pages. <laughs> I've got three films coming up this year. I've got a, a film where I play the tomboy badass coach of MMA girls. I play a mob wife in another film. And I did two films last year called Lady Killer. I did part two and three, and I play an 80-year-old woman with age oh, wow. spots and gray hair, and like it's just horrendous. But the character that I created is so wrong. She's a serial killer. She's incestuous. She's got the potty mouth from hell. From those two films that I did, my character was so big that they are now making an entire film of me and my son and our family going on a murder spree. So I've got oh, wow. three films coming up and, and then a couple projects that I've got do not discuss. NDAs. NDAs. <laughs> All I remember is I can't tell you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so you're also on Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, Blame It On Ginger. Yeah, Twitter and Instagram are Blame It On Ginger. Sext Panther is sexpanther.com slash ginger dash Lynn. Patreon.com, who let the girls out? OnlyFans.com, blame it on Ginger. You know what? I think they've got you all. If they just go and follow you on Twitter, I you can see a lot on Twitter because you're very active and you tweet a lot of your projects and all your places. I tweet on every Twitter. day. I tweet every day. I Instagram every day. I OnlyFans every day. I promote my show every day. You know, when, when it comes to the social media, I, I spend a good hour to two hours a day doing my social media thank you so much gingerlyn you are so lovely and i'm so excited to be able to have you on milfs make a money podcast and share all of your amazing things and you know the girls are going to be listening we've got our fans that are listening so you know you've definitely given some tips on how we can keep our fans and expand in our fan base thank you so much Thank you so much. I, I adore you. I, I didn't get to know you that well. And, and during this period, this last time we've had together, I've gotten to know you and you're just lovely. You're, you're a, a lovely woman and, and I respect you and admire you. Thank you yes. for having me on your show. Oh, thank you. all for joining me on Tanya Tay Presents MILF's Making Money podcast. A special thank you to my guest Ginger Lynn. So I've been asking on every episode if you have like a relevant podcast question you want me to answer or constructive comment then just let me know. You can post on my social media Twitter at Tanya Tate, Instagram at Tanya Tate XO, YouTube at Tanya Tate Tube with the hashtag Ask Tanya Tate or you can leave me a message on my voicemail via SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate. And maybe you will get mentioned on my next show.
So let's listen to some of my favorite SpeakPipe voicemails of this week. Hello, hello, hello. It's caller 69. You have your tea? How about a cup of me? Just wanted to say, enjoying your podcasts, certainly uh, the forum that you go across there, it's not just uh, the inside information to your experience in your industry, but wide range in trying to help people in social media platforms in general, giving people the opportunity to connect with you and, you know, your premium content, your OnlyFans, your Sex Panther, and aside from the normal uh, social medias, the Twitter and the uh, Instagrams. But more importantly, it's just a part of you that you like to share and uh, that we know and trying to help people share positivity, positive thoughts, and certain information that, that, you know, in your world and how you deal with it. And that's very informative because a lot of people out there want to hear that and that aspect. But most importantly, my question of the day comes to what is your favorite piece of lingerie let us know take care thank you kev that is one amazing feedback i'm so glad you know it's i'm influencing you it that makes me so happy it really makes my heart big an answer to your question what is my favorite lingerie hmm well my favorite lingerie is from honey bear Dat. you know I follow different girls on social media, which I'm sure that you do as well. And I see these girls wearing really hot lingerie and I thought, you know what? They look amazing. I could see myself wearing that lingerie as well. You know, for me, I put it up on the Instagram, on Twitter. And of course, it feeds back to my premium social media, which is OnlyFans and Sex Panther. I saw girlfriends wearing it. Great. So I put some of it on my wish list next minute I have several gifts of honey bear dot lingerie I think how lucky am I how amazing is that but you know I have to tell you I put it out there I envisage myself wearing that lingerie looking amazing like my friends looked amazing on social media and there I am the universe give it back to me thank you so much to the person that does send the lingerie maybe it's you that's been sending me lingerie thank you Maybe you want to send me some lingerie as well. I do have an Amazon wish list, which is listed on both my OnlyFans and my Sex Panther, sexpanther.com slash Tanya Tate, OnlyFans.com slash Tanya Tate. Of course, you can ask me for my OnlyFans links on Twitter. You can also ask me for my wish list link on Twitter as well. I think Twitter's easier because you can actually post the links. Instagram, it's, it's a waste of time trying to post links on there. They just hide them anyway. Let's listen to another one of my SpeakPipe voicemails. Hello, I'm called for Teleti, or what her name is. I want to ask her, say, I'm a huge fan. I've been watching her video on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitters because I am so lovely. I wish she could test me on Facebook or Instagram or any I'm in. Just let me know. I'll let you change your mind. If that's okay for you. Well, I hope you can understand because you are so hot and beautiful and a lovely mother you are. I wish I could see you until, I don't know, maybe on New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve. Because everybody's crazy for Christmas for the holidays, so 
I hope you have a beautiful holiday for you and your son. Richard, oh, you are a huge fan. And thank you for contacting me. Well, some of those channels you're talking about that you're talking to me on, well, just so you know, I'm not on Facebook. I don't use Facebook. Well, we can text each other. You can get directly to my phone on Sex Panther. Sexpanther.com slash Tanya Tate. And oh, that is so sweet that you want to see me on Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. Well, we can do that virtually on a virtual video chat that you can pre-book on my premium social media channels. So lovely holiday wishes. Thank you, Patrick. Stay a big fan and happy holiday wishes to you all that are listening to us right now. No matter what time of the year it is, whether it's holidays or not, I want you to have an amazing day. Thank you for the support, guys. Keep it coming. And of course, I love knowing what you think about the show. If you want to get to know me better, you can do that by joining up to one of my premium social media platforms, sexpanther.com slash tanyatate or onlyfans.com slash tanyatate. And we can get to chat one-on-one over there. You do get daily gifts from me on my OnlyFans and you do get a daily message from me on Sex Panther. What's not to love about it? You can follow me on Twitter at tanyatate, Instagram, Tanya Tate XO YouTube channel, Tanya Tate Tube, and you can see all of my official links, including my premium social media on my link tree. Just search link tree and my name, Tanya Tate. Remember, if you don't see it on my link tree, it's not me. This is Tanya Tate. Hope you have a wonderful week. And remember, it only takes one yes. Thanks for listening to Mills Making Money. Picture yourself with the most amazing future. If you can hold it in your head, you can hold it in your hand. Now get out there and go build your bank. <laughs>